then you've missed the bigger point. It's about how we can love people who are different from us. It's about how any story can be redeemed by God. It's about the messiness of grace and truth. When you listen to this book, you may not agree with everything Caleb says, but you'll see his heart for people on both sides of the issue. I've been personally impacted by what God has done through Caleb and his family. I know you will be too. Kyle Eidelman, author of Not a Fan and Teaching Pastor at Southeast Christian Church, Louisville, Kentucky. Chapter 1. A Collision of Communities For a couple of minutes after I pulled into the church parking lot, I continued to sit in my Ford Escape, my hands gripping the steering wheel as if I were still driving. I hadn't turned the car off yet. Maybe I could back up and attend church down the road. I mean, did I really have to preach a sermon today? I closed my eyes and tried to imagine I was somewhere else. Maybe the beach or Disneyland. I wish it were some other time than now, but wishing did no good. I was actually here, in the parking lot of the church in Dallas that I was pastor of at the time. This was the Sunday morning in September 2012 I had been dreading for weeks. After a while, I turned off the ignition, but I stayed seated in the car. People were pulling into the parking lot around me and heading into the building. Everyone in the church was expecting me to come in and deliver a sermon. What they didn't know was that I was feeling nervous about preaching this day. Really nervous. Generally, I'm very comfortable with preaching but I was having an anxiety attack about this particular message. Most Sundays after the sermon, I was bound to hear comments like, That was a good one, Pastor, or You sure let them have it, or I never thought of those passages in that light. Today, none of those comments would mean anything. Regardless of what I said this morning, someone was bound to get hurt. I got out of the car, grabbed my bag, and hurried toward the church. After entering the building through the front doors, I had to slow down because I was greeted by a group of church members in the lobby. I put on my church face and shook hands, hugged people, and told them what a great day it was going to be. I laughed at jokes and reminisced about when the Cowboys were a good team. As soon as I could politely break away from the crowd, I jogged down the hallway toward my office door. I unlocked it, turned on the light, and collapsed in the chair. A small part of the morning was past me, but the worst was still to come. Immediately, thoughts began swirling in my head. How did I get into this? How can I be sure God led me to this day? What kind of a moron would plan a Sunday like this? Oh yeah, me. Every August, I plan the sermon calendar for the following 12 months. During the most recent planning period, I knew that a presidential election was coming up in November. So, I thought that for the fall it would be a good idea to do a sermon series dealing with some political issues from a biblical standpoint. We called the series For or Against. The idea was to communicate to the congregation that our church should be known for what we are for, not what we're against. When autumn rolled around, many people loved the series but there were also critics. The funniest criticism I got was from a woman who complained about the series poster. 
One side of the poster had a red background with a thumbs-up image on it, and the other side had a blue background with a thumbs-down. Her complaint was that because we had a thumbs-down on the blue side, we were taking a stand against the Democrats. I assured her that I and the guys who designed the poster had no political bashing in mind. She grudgingly accepted my assurance, I think. Today's sermon, however, would bring a whole new set of critics to the table. The title of this day's sermon was For or Against Different Lifestyles. I was preaching about homosexuality. Yeah, let me say it one more time. That was my idea. Back in August, it had seemed perfect. Today, I wanted to go back and punch Caleb from a month ago and yell, What in the world were you thinking? Because he was forcing me to preach on a subject that was not only difficult,